Hey you, come here. I want to tell you something. Do you ever want to be who they want a podcast? Then all you need is Anchor. It's the easiest way to start, and it's free. It has access to tools right at your fingertips. Plus, Anchor does the distribution work for you. You heard me, for you. So all you have to do is download, record, and upload. That's simple. Join anchor.fm today and get to podcasting. Mwah. Hey, yo, what up? THC, the headphone crew, be in the building. I am IW Event God. And tonight, we got our first call-in interview. And I gotta say, man, this cat, I've been knowing him for a long time. He's been showing support to TAC, the headphone crew. And I feel like it'll be disrespect to me as a person to not have this guy on my platform. So today, just give the people an introduction to who you is, man. What's up, what's up, what's up, people? This is Brimlow, you know, reporting live out of Quincy, Florida. As he already spoken, we got prior history, practical family here, so... It's an honor to be a part of your show and just here to, you know, let people know what I'm all about. Yes, yes, yes. So, I got to say, my dog, he got a cousin, Who They Want Entertainment. First and foremost, what is Who They Want Entertainment? Well, Who They Want Entertainment right now is a starter of basically it's a advertiser entrepreneurship company in which right now my team is working with plus size models and people that really got dreams and aspirations of wanting a career or something that they're passionate about. So it's, it's my job to shine some light on what they want to do and make sure people are aware that there's somebody too and that we out there we're trying to make a name for ourselves and we're not trying to be about the gimmicks and all hype and nothing like that. So it's working with a lot of prestigious people. You know, I've had some prior history work with a model by the name of Miss Hollywood, Texas. You can YouTube her at Kimberly Rogers. That's R-O-G-E-R-S. And you can check it out. She does a lot of major work into the plus-size modeling world. And I do, have done a lot of advertising and a lot of broadcasting about that specific person. And it's basically, right now I'm working on doing a BBW bash lingerie party is what I got coming in November I'm doing a lot of networking and a lot of major work right now yeah that's what's up man you know the game is all about networking and you say you're doing it for the BBW do you have a is BBW a preference I mean I don't when you say that I know people are looking for discriminations and people are looking like okay what size it don't have to be Whatever women in general, man, female, whoever, it's just, I'm trying to keep local. Like I said, I've been a prayer. Anybody that know me, know me as Brimlow. I was a promoter for music and a DJ on the side gig. And right now I'm into publication, advertisement, and introducing determined people that's paid as my acronym that wants to have a chance to be successful in life and I'm always have mean the ideas in my head so I just decided to run who they want entertainment to kind of add a little extra oomph for when they can't get that door but I'm kind of that door opener for those people okay that's what's, what's going on 
Yeah. Okay. So. All right. Well, that's what's up, man. So let me ask you this: Are you handpicking okay. the talent, or is it like an open door policy where some people can come in, like, man, I need this publication, I'm trying to get on? I, Definitely I open door. Definitely open door. Okay, so Definitely y'all hear open that? Door. It's open door, brown low for the BBWs. You know. Let me ask you this. Well. Okay. I was gonna ask you that, but I'm gonna take this back a little bit. BBW, right. you know, to me, my first like love for BBW, like I, I don't know, I get I represent for all the women, but BBW for BBW go. My first look at a nice plus size BBW model was Takara on American Idol, not American Idol, but American Next Top Model. You remember her? Right, I remember her. <laughs> yes, I definitely remember her. <laughs> Big fan of her. Shout out to her. Yeah. She definitely put her on game. Yeah, she put it on game for all the plus size women. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, that's what's up. And I was going to ask you about the upcoming event, but she said you got a lingerie party coming up? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I am doing. I'm thankful for my four-course meal, BBW lingerie party. It's something that I'm trying to introduce. My, I have a a little few of my models that's kind of you know new to the game, but I'm trying to give them a chance to kind of get out there, get some photos done, get some photo work done. Probably you know trying to get something mainstream, let people know that I am really legit about what I say I'm trying to do. All right. And as far as models go, how many you got as of right now? Like on your team? Right now, my list, my list right now, I know I got five that's guaranteed ready to go and they're hailing from. I got Miss Cherry Red. She's hailing out of Louisiana. And she's definitely been with me for some years. And since she heard I went and produced Who They Want Entertainment, she jumped on board immediately. And then I got another one hailing out there, Miss Chocolate Diva, Miss Queen Goddess. I just have quite a few on this, just, you know, at this Hollywood, Texas. If you check out her or but she works with and don't really, because she stays so busy, so whatever she can't handle, I pretty much clean up the slate and I take those off her hands and basically work with them in the world. Okay, so you got a team running with That's what's up, man. Yes. <clears throat> okay, as far as BBW to go again, I got to ask you this. Who is the baddest BBW in the game right now to you? Right now, I'm going again throw the crown to Miss Hollywood, Texas, out there in Texas, Kimberly Rogers. She's definitely holding the crown right now. All right, that's what's up, man. Much love to the home team, man. Yeah, I see you representing for your team, your squad. And it's and you say publication, so as far as publication goes, you mean like TV, modeling deals, posters? How you got this going? How you got it set up? Well, I work heavily right now with social media. As everyone knows, technology is the way of the world. And the only way to be seen is to be put out there to advertisement. And I do photo booking events and nothing too major, but trying to get them booked out there into different kind of things and let people know. I give them shout out. So, you know, you can hit me up on Brimlow, who they want entertainment on Instagram and, you know, Facebook. I'm there. And you can get at me, you can inbox me and, you know, discuss your future plans and let me see what I can do for you. Okay, that's what's up, man. So you just trying to be the open door source for the networking. I have to, man. I have to keep grinding. And right now, 
the people don't never know. Even with music, when it came to it, women always sold music. Women is what sells. It's an industry. It's a billion dollar corporation. Can you say that for the nigga that just came through the back door? Say that again one more time for the people. But women make music and everything a billion dollar corporation. So just because I say I do entertainment with Marlon, don't forget I still have my history with music. I still get in there and DJ and throw together the best mixes ever. So I don't think I can't be DJ Brimlow ever again. I'm still holding that crown. Yeah, so y'all y'all heard that. Now, for all my future entrepreneurs, that's one of the golden rules. Women are the best consumers. So I want to make sure y'all hear that. Women are the best consumers. Am I right or am I wrong? You are definitely correct. And I tell you right now, if you get to a stature like I'm working with, I've been introduced to one of my best friends, that's Alexis T. Williams. She's held in Georgia, but she's the best makeup artist I know. And she travels and she does her thing. So... Five Beauty has definitely reached out to me to be part of who they want entertainment. So ladies, if you're looking to get that face beat and looking to step out for any hot events or whatever you want to do, make sure you hit my girl Alexa T. Williams up. She definitely is the go-to person for the makeup. Hey man, that's what's up, man. You know, I was going to try to do like a little modeling thing for the headphones, so I might have to hit you up on, on that tip a little later, man. I definitely love to work with you. You know, hands down, you know how we always been. It ain't nothing... It'll definitely be a good look. Yeah, yeah, that's a good look. Sponsor some events for you. Let me ask you this. Okay. I know you more specifically with the BBWs is what you got going on, but let's just say like, and you said it was open though, let's say just like a regular, you know, I don't want to say regular because that's a bad word, but let's just say you're every size woman. Are you willing to work with them too? Yes, of course. There's no discrimination. There's no discrimination against race, religion, any of those things. Anybody that's really willing trying to make something happen, I definitely do for any community. I show love to anybody because that's what, who they want. That's why we're who they want because I'm trying to make you who they Who they want. <laughs> we're going to shine a light on you. <laughs> exactly. Hey, that's what's up, man. And see... Me and you, for the views, well not the views, but the listeners, me and this man go back, like he say, almost down there like family. And this man been on the music grind, I seen him, you know, doing his shows, DJing, getting the music out there, man. Y'all make sure to holler at my dog, Brim Low, man. He's a real humble person, and he gonna make sure you straight regardless. And he was one of the first to let me know, like, hey, man, I see what you got going on. Keep it going. And he'll know. And he really, I got to tell you, man, that really mean the world to me, dog, when you told me that, bro. Of course, man, of course. Because you've been passionate about what you do. And I thought I support Like you say, you like, people got to realize, coming from the city we come from, everybody wants to try to be the shining star. Everybody want to outdo everybody. That's why can't nobody get off the ground and get mainstream to become something great because everybody got to be kid. So it's time to kill all that. If you really want to make it, you got to drop that pride and get on the boat and say, man, we come from the same town, same hood, same area, same street. It's time for us to get this place together. You see this, man? He's dropping very valuable knowledge, man. I appreciate the knowledge that you're giving the people. You're giving me knowledge, too. And like I say, man, you know, 
like he say, it's all about network. At the end of the day, it's all about network. And like he say, we live in a social media world, so not having the technology is an excuse. And I want people to understand that you don't need money; you just need the mindset to go. Right, exactly. And I think people forgotten that principle. But everybody thinks you got to be a millionaire to come up with something, get rich, think it ain't about that. You ain't got to do nothing but have a dream and passion about your dream. And have your team of people that actually believe in you, not believe in you to you fail, but to believe in you to see you become successful. He said I'm not full up. Make sure, man, you gonna let me know a date so we can get it out there. I'll make sure to advertise it on the podcast that I got going so people will know. I definitely will. Here. So, I definitely, you know, I definitely will. Okay, that's what's up, man. I, I gotta ask you a question that I'll study. I know you're a music lover, so you'll appreciate this question. Okay, let's go. <laughs> How did you feel about the um, Eminem and NGK beef? <laughs> okay, wow, okay. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and throw my opinion in. Eminem, he's a great artist. I love this work. I follow his career. I like his music. But the Eminem of today, as opposed to the Eminem of yesterday, he don't have that flame he used to have. So right now, I'm going to stick. The Devil God, whatever the song, the track that MGK dropped, he murdered Eminem. Even after Kill Shot came out? Kill shot came. He definitely responded back. One thing about Eminem, Eminem gonna get his facts first. So when I say them two going neck and neck right now, it's kind of like it. It would be right now. Them two right now would be like seeing Jay Z and Lil Wayne actually go at it. Wow. I want to see this go grand scale because you're trying to you're trying to see people that you gonna watch growing up diss you. Uh, people you gonna bought into the game, and all of a sudden they just put this out there. When you watch your idols become rivals, as Rick Ross has put it, it becomes a dangerous game. But it's great for hip hop. Like hip hop needs it to fuel this again, pass that spark again. I haven't seen, I haven't seen people go at it like this since Ti and Lil Flip, Fifty and Ja Rule, Ice Cube and EZ. Hmm. So would you say this beef is bigger than the Pusha T and Drake beef? On the grand scale, as of right now, I can honestly say, yeah, it, well, it is, because it's hip-hop, I mean, but Drake and Pusha T is kind of comfortable, because Pusha T is more street, Drake's more mainstream. See, you got a point there. I see where you're coming from. To me, it was more like, okay, I know who's going to win, but I got to say, man, Rap Devil was a surprising song. It was surprising by the person that came from, and he came with a great dish at Eminem. But me as being a music lover and like wordplay and the technical game of it, I feel like Eminem won, but I feel like for MGK to do what he did and come out of nowhere, cause I just be on the MGK was just on a rock, right? Right, that is correct. He definitely bought his stuff out big time. He definitely bought some heat with him. And like you said, Eminem does come with some wordplay play. I ain't going to disrespect him on his wordplay. He definitely delivers. Yeah, he but delivers. I, people want to be consistent. Mm. 
Yeah, Once you bring those skeletons out the closet, we're going to see, okay, what now we're on what can MGK do now that's different than the first time. Drake single-handedly had a this song become a single sale song with back-to-back this and me still. You know, me and my brother, we had a discussion about that. And he was, I want to get your viewpoint on that. He was saying, and I have to agree with him. He was saying that Rap Devil is one of the biggest beef songs ever. But he was saying as far as the success goes of the song, and, and not saying anything wrong, he said it was like one of the best diss songs in the last 10 years. But this a point he gave to me. He was like, let's be honest, which, which this song was harder? Back to back, I rap them. And I like, honestly, rap devil was harder than back to back. Back to back, like you said, it took off as a single. So, would you say Rap Devil was like one of, one, let's just say, out of all the diss songs you heard in the last 10 years, what would you rank Rap Devil? I would definitely have to put that on a 10 scale. I'm going to have to break Rick the scale and say that's definitely on a 10. Because his originality, his stated facts, his delivery, like he brought true hip hop back. So he definitely goes in the ranks of, yeah, you better know what you're doing if you're going to step to somebody that can bring out a lot of skeletons out the closet. Yeah. And I feel After like... that, Drake boasted about his accomplishment with the first diss he had already dropped. So he was like, that was like a laugh in the face. This right here was a complete spit in the face. <laughs> mm. <laughs> That's what's up, man. I appreciate your insight on that. You know, we got to keep up with pop culture, too. <laughs> I usually don't do it on my show. You know, I I represent for the independent artists, but I just feel like I had to at least talk about that topic for all of those stuff. Of course, that's what we're supposed to do. That's why we the headphone crew. You supposed to talk, bring topics to the table and get people's opinion on it. Bring the guests to the show and say, all right, heated discussion. What you and I respect that. It's nothing wrong with it. Yeah, man, I wish I had more questions, but you single-handedly basically answered every single question I had wrote down, man. So let's just play, um, as far as your rappers go, who's your top five? My top five, I definitely categorize my simple Wayne, the GOAT, still there holding it forever, the Wayne. Got to throw my boy Jay Cole and I got to keep a lyricist and I his originality. Definitely gonna throw Kanye West, the mastermind. Gotta throw him down. Gonna throw in my boy Kevin Gates, because he's just so stubborn. He's dropping mixtapes and dead out of it. I'm in my top five with my boy Future. Ooh. That's a. I mean, I appreciate now the honesty. You gave a very different top five. But I appreciate it because you gave why. Why they was putting your top five. You said Kanye West Mastermind. J. Cole Lyricist. Lil Wayne Goat. Question mark. <laughs> but nah, I know. If we're going to briefly say anything about Lil Wayne, everybody's thinking he's off his marbles with a lot of issues and things he's got in the rap now. But when it comes to making his music, 
talking about his physical appearance. I ain't talking about that. When it comes to Lorraine on a microphone, Green himself is a different person. Oh, yeah. Well, he's in his mode. He's in it. I would not. I can never take that away from Lorraine. When he's in his mode, he's in there like 100%. So, you know. And then one other question I got to ask you about music. And then we'll, we'll probably go to another little topic real quick. But, um, okay, let's go. If you were stuck on an island, okay. and you had five albums to take with you, and these are only this the only music you can listen to the whole time. You, you just stuck on an island for the rest of your life, and you got five albums you can choose. What would they be? What would they be? Okay, my five albums would definitely be. Lauren Hill, The Miseducation of Lauren Hill, classic hip hop. Then I'm gonna have to throw in my favorite Lil Wayne's album, The Carter Two, classic from the Carter series. I'm gonna have to throw in see albums, Big and Smalls, Ready to Die, Tupac's All Eyes on Me. Then I'm gonna have to smooth it up with a little R and B and throw in my boy Usher with his 8701 album. <laughs> you said eight seven zero one. I thought I was gonna hear confessions. That's different, dog. That's a little different. That's what's up, man. You know, I have to ask you that. I just like getting to the mind. You know, like I said, we both love music. I feel like I can have this conversation with you. Of course, you, this is you, what we do. You love music, and then one other question I was gonna ask the artist: If artists come on here, if you was to start a record label. And you can choose any artist from any genre. What artist would that be and why? Artists, me, I will pick. Hmm? It's on hip hop now or just randomly? No, it, can be from, it can be from any genre. Rap, R&B, country, they can be dead, they can be alive. It could be any artist. Who would it be? Well, I'm going to, again, since we're using top five as our theme for this, I'm going to go and categorize. I'm going to snatch my boy Wayne because, like you say, he got so many styles. He's a group, and I, he's guaranteed he's going to sell. So I'm going to take my cash cow, Wayne. And right now, hot in the industries, I'm going to pick up NBA, young boy, because he's hot. People love his music, love what he's doing. He definitely got some bangers out there. Yeah, NBA young boy, um, he's he's one of the ones that that's starting to grow. I mean, as far as the new generations of rappers and stuff go, like, yeah, I, I can't, you know me, I can't freestyle for nothing. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I would just, I would just think of stuff in my head. So I, I would remember you sitting down and you were just bumping. I'm like, bro, you said I don't know what you just said, but you said something. I said, right. go ahead. I said, so I'm like, why? Why I'm thinking of what I'm gonna say? You need to go ahead and do your thing because I'm gonna feed off of you. You know what I'm saying? So absolutely. You know, yeah, man. Listen, bro. Like, what? This is something I'm learning too about myself. When you have something on your mind, just get it out. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, like you said, you was planning on doing this podcast, and you know what I'm saying. You hit me up and you told me about it. I told you just go for it. Just go for it. Cause yes, one did. thing, cause one thing you can't say is you didn't try, and that's how I move these days. Like, 
I may have a vision. I may want to do something or try something. And sometimes I even push myself back, like, you know, I ain't finna do it because I don't even know how I'm gonna do it. But how will I know how to turn out if I don't even try? Right. Now look at you. You now try, like you said, 70 listeners, right? Yeah. 12 episodes. Come on. And this was last, not, not last week, what, two weeks ago? Or two, three weeks ago? Something exactly. Like, like just freshly jumping. Like, yeah. Salute to the listeners that take the time out their day, their mm-hmm. life, even with this situation we're dealing with with the pandemic, to yeah. give a young cat like me uh, opportunity to bless their airways with just, you know, positivity, motivation, and enlightenment. And I'm going to continue to give more as I grow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I won't say every episode will be like a set phase because you got to. It's like giving them a good story and then you can't give them like half a good story and then go, man, he need to stick with this, but he jumped on something else. Mm-hmm. So I got to be able to, as I grow, learn how to keep watering that plant that everyone's already, you know, waiting to see grow. Right. So I'm just, I'm just going to stay focused, stay prayed up and just keep giving it my all. Yes, sir. Please do, man. You got to. Yes, man. I can see sitting here now. I can kind of in my mind just see a vision of us like Hollywood status. You know, people just people do not know the type of love that I have for your career and just you as a person. Yeah. You know, there's been days where you know you I've seen you ball up some stuff that probably was like the most talented of your work, and you didn't feel it. So you would scrap <laughs> it and no. come back and enhance it and be like, nah, I like it. Nah, it's better. Then I, you yeah. go, I look on the shoulder like, bro, it was perfect the whole time. You just <laughs> rewrote what you was already writing, but you just put a little more belief into it. And yeah. now it stands firm. And then that's when you have to learn. Like, until a person sees their own vision, it don't matter if you holding the paintbrush alongside them, they got to be able to see what they painted. Mm-hmm. So that's, you can't exactly your man. own game. Trying to man, just trying to create a whole new lane for us, man. Just a whole new uh environment. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's needed. Everybody, cause, cause you know, I had I had the vision or the dream of make making it to Hollywood. Then I was thinking like, why can't I just create my own? Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So like, and then you know, especially these days when people find out that I I'm into filmmaking and whatnot. The first thing they say, oh, you're going to be the next Tyler Perry, this and the other. I mean, no disrespect to you. didn't drop a, a storyline. She didn't give okay. us a photo today. I made, I remember one time I took a month off at Instagram. I just needed some some personal time. Oh, boy, they let me have it. Where you been? When I finally did post, oh, I said, where you been? We was worried. I'm like... Y'all need to get off the internet a little bit more, cause and I felt good, you know what I'm saying? Right. In that little month I was off, and I'm actually, I want to take a little hiatus right now, but I got so much going on. I need the platform for everything I'm about to handle some business. Still stop <laughs> you to who they won't show. Yes. So I'm gonna go ahead and you know I'm gonna put this one in the books and get it out there, and I'm gonna uh, link up with you, and we're gonna you know have some further details okay. to discuss. So. Shout out to you, Sal. Shout out to your listeners. Shout out to everybody who's gonna listen. I support everything you do. If you need me, I'll come back. I have things I want to talk about too. You know, I mean, we got stuff to do. Period. We gonna we gonna stay working. Much stay love no to everyone. Thank you guys. Much love.
Wandering's in the building. <laughs> no See doubt. you later. This has been episode Bye. 13, and we're out. <laughs> Thanks, Sap.